welcome to Earth's Mightiest Weirdos. As you can see, we've got Piano Rob up above me. How you doing tonight, Rob? I am excited to talk some Marvel. Oh, man. <laughs> me too. Mark Valentine, we got running technical as well this evening. James couldn't join us tonight, but Mark is up and running. Rob, I like that enthusiasm, man. <laughs> you fire, You just fired me up. I'm so excited. Dwayne's, and, conf Dwayne's confused by the countdown. <laughs> Dwayne, are you confused by anything else or everything else is going okay. on? Oh, man, man I am. Dwayne. Huh? I'm that's trying to. That's, that's a, a different Dwayne. Yeah. That's oh, a different two Dwayne. That is my See mistake. That? See that? Yeah. No, man, I'm fired up. I'm ready to go. I, I, uh, I'm super excited for all the upcoming Marvel shows, movies, you name it. I'm looking forward to it. Some of it I have some knowledge on some not at all which i'm excited to maybe learn some more perfect well that's what we're here for we got esther's here Dwayne, the other Dwayne is here justin grant is here facebook user is here facebook user if you're showing up as that in the comments right above just go to the Streamyard link and give them permission to be able to let us know who you are so we know who we're talking to amy and dana from run eat drink are here avengers assemble thanks for joining us katie's here as well Good to see everybody. We're going to talk the future of the MCU today. What does that not include? Well, that trailer with that black Spider-Man looking Venom character, that doesn't count. We're not talking about Venom today or Carnage, but Carnage looked pretty cool. Like, I uh, I don't know. I Woody Harrelson had his, he had his hair straightened for the trailer, which was really nice. He he got prepared for us. He ironed out that beautiful, those beautiful red locks. He got he got a little straightener in. He he got a little feedback from the teaser at the end of Venom that people said, "Hey, the you know the hair Ronald you got to do a little, look." Yeah, you got to do yeah. a little something to look a little less like Ronald McDonald. So he he came prepared for us. So did, did anybody like Venom? Did any did everybody see the first Venom? I saw the first. I, I actually yeah. thought the first one was pretty good. Okay. Yeah, I did too. I, I saw it. it. I, I saw it. I saw it. That's all I'm going to say, too. I came in with the extremely low expectations. So, well, I mean, too. I think that's why I enjoyed it, because I yeah. didn't expect I didn't expect much. Yeah, that's fair. All right, gentlemen. Well, let's get into it. Let's talk the future of the MCU. We've got a lot to talk about. Uh, so let's let's get into it. First and foremost, very first change that even happened since we recorded just last Monday night. Loki is our first Disney Plus series. There's the man himself. Our, excuse me. It's our nice. next Disney Plus series. It is moving. It was supposed to premiere on Friday, June 11th. It is now premiering on Wednesday, June 9th. Mm -hmm. How do we feel about the Wednesday drops? On I'm, Wednesday, we wear green, gentlemen. Uh, on Wednesdays, we wear <laughs> <laughs> green. Are you guys excited about the Wednesday drops? I'm not overly thrilled by it. Like, really? I, 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 pref I prefer it. Well, yeah, but you ha you have like one of those weird jobs where you're working on the weekends and stuff, so I can see that. Yeah, no, that you, that makes sense. You could wait for the weekend, but yeah, for me, it's like you guys are like, "Hey, we're, we're up at four in the morning watching the show on on Friday," and I'm like, "I might not get to see it till Sunday night." Like I hit, so now I'll beat all of you. Yeah, well, you could be up at four with us. Coach DeFranco's here, by the way, but uh, you could be up with us at at four. But I mean, I don't know. It is what it is. I don't think they're doing it to avoid excuse me, simultaneous drops with the Bad Batch, that wouldn't make sense. Um, I think you would change the Bad Batch to a midweek drop if you were trying to well, not match them up. Well, let me tell you what. Up, so. Omega gives the Wednesday drop a big thumbs up. Omega Omega is a fan. Omega is a fan. But I think it's Omega just... would prefer to go on Wednesdays. Like, <laughs> So I don't know. Like this, this has a lot more to do with when we're watching Kenobi and – 
Secret Invasion at the same time. I think that's really when it's going to be Star Wars or Fridays and Marvels or Wednesdays. We'll find out. Maybe Loki literally is just a summer thing because they're trying to give the teachers something. I really, I yeah. really don't know. But P- Piano Rob, can you give us your best Maul Kenobi? My best no, Maul I mean, Kenobi. I don't know if I could do it. Kenobi. Kenobi. <laughs> Uh, wrong podcast. Uh, Dwayne, I know you're excited about the Loki series. What I makes am. you excited about that one? Uh, I, I'm excited to see uh, the whole time variance you know, situation. That has got me uh, very intrigued as to uh, where everybody's going, what timelines we're on, you know, kind of where uh, Loki is. I'm also very, very interested uh, in Owen Wilson's character. Um I like Owen Wilson. I think he's funny. Um, and I know he plays, uh, what's it, Mobius M. Mobius in in this series. So I'm, I'm very I think interested. I might know what that M stands for. Yeah, I'm very interested in that, in uh, Owen Wilson and just the, the whole time variance. I think those are the two things that have got me really jacked. I just want to say, do you, need, do you need two Mobiuses? Isn't it just you just need one to have the desired effect? I think it's probably a third Mobius is probably what that M stands for too. So yeah, I mean, but a Mobius. Can we just say Mobius cubed? Yeah, but a Mobius a Mobius strip is a, is a never ending circle. You don't one will do. Where did you learn about? Where did you learn about the Mobius strip, Mark? So uh, fun fun fact. So in the earliest days of the internet, whenever we would play Warcraft, I wanted to have a very badass sounding name an enigmatic name. So all of my friends, when we would play Warcraft 2, had these badass online handles with the dial-up modem. So I chose as my handle was Mobius. And so here's here's how, here's how the other fun fact, is it has stuck with me. One of my email addresses is still MVMOB for Mobius. I'm It's stuck with me my whole life. So I am very versed in the Mobius strip, my friend. I know who Moby is. He's that DJ and he looks like the Dean from <laughs> community, but, uh, Bing bong is back. Hello, my friend. Oh no, I'm scared. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So you were Mobius back, back then, man, you were Mobius and everybody else was probably Morpheus. If we're like matching up our timelines here, but Listen, yeah, this so- was, this was before, this was well before the blue and red pill, my friend, this was like circa 1996. Okay. There well was- the blue and red pill was only like two years later. So it was yeah. close. <laughs> It was close, but we got, I got, I was, I was going, I was trying to lead you down the Avengers Endgame route of the Mobius strip because that is what got us to uh, travel through the quantum realm. So, but I liked that sidetrack that we took. I enjoyed that. Yeah. A little side journey. (laughs) Yeah. We didn't like, we didn't, when do you not enjoy a conversation about Warcraft 2 in a dial up modem? I, I can say that's a first for me. Rob, you're excited for, uh, for Loki too, I would assume. I'm very excited for Loki. So I know we, we, we sat six episodes. They also said there's going to be a yep. second season of this one. Uh, unofficially, unofficially, but yes. I think. Yeah, so no, I think it's it seems to be a done deal. You're for me. I know already, and and we'll we'll see this as we're talking about all of these. This is going to be a very slow build for Marvel for these next couple of years, and it's all it's all going to time together. Um, where I I we're probably going to get some allusions to Kang in the, in the Loki series and the time and stuff like that. I don't know how far they'll get into it, but a uh, big thing always, we're going to say this a bunch of times. Remember, this is not the, the Loki that, that, that died in infinity war that we loved. Remember, this is going to be Loki that escaped from Endgame, which is the Loki from the first Avengers movie. That was still very evil, very up to stuff. So, uh, 
I'm very, I'm very excited. And, and uh, somebody should be counting Owen Wilson wows in this series. I want to know how many wows we get. Wow. In the six episodes. Wow. Facebook I, I, user keeps popping up in the comments. There is a link above in the comments. I know you've been on our lives before, but go ahead and click that again. Sometimes it just times out. Try it again for us. Yeah. Facebook does require authentic authentication a few times that that's just the way that Facebook works. I, I'm pretty psyched about the TVA um, and, and Mobius. Because those characters appear very frequently in the Fantastic Four, which we also know are coming. I'm not going to say that the Fantastic Four will be introduced in Loki, but uh, they're clearly a lot of these characters are being set up to play in the same sandbox down the road. So you'll probably see Mobius again uh, in the Fantastic Four. Um, that's where he comes from in the comics. As a fun fact, he uh, appeared in the Fantastic Four Annual 24 back in 1991. So that was his first real major appearance. And then he's also frequently seen with the X-Men. There's no Professor X bet this time, Brian. But again, I think they're just setting all of these things up to, to play with later on. Yeah, you learned your lesson. Maybe more. Maybe uh, Mephisto will show up, though. It cost, uh... me, it cost me a WandaVision <laughs> pin. That was it. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> I love that pin, too. Um, Loki is fun, but not like Wanda says bing bong. I, I love Wanda. I love Wanda so much. So not surprising that Mark is not wearing his Peter Pan outfit. Do you yeah. prefer the Peter Pan outfit? I like, don't. Yeah. I was going to say, do I? Esther might. Yeah. Should I have the Peter Pan outfit on? <laughs> Maybe a Loki outfit. Yeah. I need to a see wow you count drinking game. That sounds scary. Maybe the uh, Loki horns there for you, Mark. <laughs> Reindeer games. <laughs> All right, perfect. Well, Rob covered that for me. I wanted to, yeah, remember that this is Loki after Avengers 1. Tom Hiddleston, the man has range, so I'm excited to see what we can yeah. do. Just a month later, July 9th, this could be another reason why Loki's moving to Wednesdays is they're avoiding Fridays because July 9th we are getting a Disney Plus premiere access and theatrical release of Black Widow. There's the two new posters that dropped today. Oh, man. We also had posters for David Harbour and mm. O.T. Fag Benley and a really cool poster with Taskmaster yeah. with no actor across the top, of course. I'm going to put it out there. Do it's, not be surprised if Taskmaster is more than one person. Uh, okay. I think that Taskmaster is Hawkeye. That's my guess. Is that really? I think that Taskmaster is Hawkeye. I think that that's the, that's the, the past that I think we're going to get the connection between the two of them. Yep. I'm, I'm going but out. Oh, Black going Widow out takes on place between Civil War and Infinity War, so he was on house arrest during that time. Well, that's that's why I, I listen. I know this is out there. I know this is crazy. <laughs> I think that's why. I think that's why he's masked up. I think that's why he's incognito. Unless, I don't, unless they're going to take a crazy left turn from the comics, I I don't think so. And Tat. Taskmaster is a very reusable character if they choose to reuse him, which is that's the thing I am personally most excited about in Black Widow is is seeing Taskmaster on, on screen. That's going to be great. And another return of Contessa Valentina Allegra de Fontaine. She should be in that film as well. Mark, mm -hmm. I will buy you five WandaVision pins if Hawkeye is Taskmaster. <laughs> uh, I, I that would be amazing. Uh, it's it's that's not near as airmailed as the power broker being Sharon Carter. So I'll I'll give you that. Um, but Wanda or Black Widow, it's been a long time coming. We were supposed to see it last May, 
By the way, this last Friday was supposed to be opening. It was it was the original opening night of Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. Can you believe how just different everything is than it was originally laid out? It makes um, me sad. I know, right? But we've got a whole lot more coming. But so that's so uh, Black Widow Premier Access thirty dollars Disney Plus. You will be able to pre order that. It is not up yet. Um, we've still got two full months to go. Um, they're going to start hitting the marketing pretty hard over the next couple of weeks. So pay attention to that. Um, so, but Black Widow's next. Dwayne, anything about Black Widow that you're looking forward to? Uh, I'm, I'm actually looking forward to seeing, uh, it looks like Robert Downey Jr. will be in it again. So I'm looking forward to see Iron Man again. You guys know I love Iron Man. Um, so I think he's going to have a little, a little small role. Uh, Yelena Belova, interested in seeing some of those different things. You know, she's she's played by Florence Pugh and she's yeah. rumored to be in the Hawkeye series. She's yeah. she's potentially our new Black Widow since spoiler alert, Scarlett yeah. Johansson's no longer around. Yeah. So the, the, that I would say those two things are probably other than the obvious, just seeing, you know, her his, her origins and some of those things like that. Uh, there would be the two things that jumped out at me. I'm excited to see uh, David Harbour. Um, most famously known as Hopper in Stranger Things, to see him as the Red Guardian. Um, I want to see... Uh, it's going to work. It's going to get me out of the house. It's going to get me to a movie theater. I need to see that that Skyfall scene um, mm -hmm. on, a, on a big, big screen. So it's going to work for me. Um, after that, our next release is going to be Marvel Studios' What If? That is an animated series. We don't have an official date on that yet. I would expect a date to be announced um, honestly, this coming Thursday during Disney's Q2 investor call, um, they they like to break news on release dates. I would expect that. I think that's that's likely. Even Miss Marvel potentially could be announced during the investor or Scott, excuse me, the quarterly earnings call this Thursday. Not, I don't want to call it an investor call because the last time we had one of those, we got news galore. <laughs> um, but so then, so. Uh, what If is an animated series produced by Marvel Studios. It is not canon. It is simply playing with the story as to what would happen if this. So, for example, what would happen if Peggy Carter had taken the Super Soldier Serum instead of Steve Rogers? We would have Captain Britain, played by Peggy Carter. Um, what if Yondu picked up T'Challa instead of Star-Lord? And you get we're going to get Chadwick Boseman's voice as T'Challa being Star-Lord. We're just going to get all these different kinds of things going on. I'm actually really excited about this series and to see what they can come yeah. up with. Um, Mark, what about you? So like it, it's, this is really neat. I'm excited for it. Uh, it's, it's the first animated series that's being produced by Marvel studios. Um, so uh, Jeffrey Wright is probably what I am most excited about with this project. Those people who don't know who Jeffrey Wright is, Jeffrey Wright uh, stars as the watcher on what if, um, but he narrates the series, and most people know Jeffrey Wright from Westworld, from Boardwalk Empire, and from the Hunger Games franchise. I think he is uh, – not only is he an amazing actor, but his voice is uh, – it's iconic. So mm -hmm. I'm really excited to see him sign on for that project. <clears throat> Jeffrey Wright is probably the most the most excited thing for me. I hope he's I hope he's been cast as a live-action watcher as well. I hope we see that at mm -hmm. some point. We see, we've seen the Watchers and Guardians – volume two already so we know they exist Dwayne, are you excited about this one you know i i am just because it's marvel to be honest with you don't know a lot about it um it's one of the ones that you know maybe i hadn't done as much research on just because of the fact that it's animated um just mark and i have had this conversation even about some of the the star wars just uh episodes that are animated i am just now starting to watch some of those 
So, you know, animation's a little newer for me. Um, yeah. I've tend have always tended to be more live action. See, but I just got into this discussion with a with a gentleman the other night who was telling me um so he will not watch the Clone Wars or the Bad Batch. Very s separate but but similar topic. But he loves the prequels. So I said, "Wait a minute. Whoa, 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 whoa. Hold up. The prequels are like 96% animated." And you're telling me you can't you can't watch the Clone Wars, but you can watch the prequels? Like almost the entire thing is computer generated with save for the actors who are standing in front of a green screen with like one or two live action elements. The whole thing is is an animated show. And even the battle sequences, by the time you get to Revenge of the Sith, they're all animated. So I, I feel like constantly and to connect this to what if people they just hate on animation sometimes, though. They don't give it a chance just thinking, oh, it's a cartoon. But some of the best writing and, and story is done in animation because you're not limited by a live action actor. You can have them do crazy feats of strength and acrobatics, and you're not taken out of the moment because you're like, oh, he's on a wire or, you know, he's he's not bound by gravity or by the laws of physics. That That's what really excites me about What If is you can see these characters and their ultimate power without being limited by what a camera can do. Go ahead, let, Rob. Uh, I'm sorry. Oh. Let me say this real quick. That being said, I don't want you to think that I'm I'm definitely going to watch, and I'm oh, no. definitely interested. I just – animation for me is something that I am, I am going – I have started to delve into that yeah. I hadn't in the past. So it's new to me, but I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, you are. Um, that was that comment wasn't for you as much as the the gentleman that I was in the conversation with. Like, I'm so proud of you. Like that, Dwayne. Dwayne really has. He was like, you know, I never, I slept on the cartoons because I just never thought that they would be for like me. And I and your brother-in-law Jeff, I suggested animated stuff to him, and he he's been texting me and blowing me up, saying like, dude, this is amazing. Like, why didn't I think of this before? I'm like, listen, I get it. You think cartoon, it's going to be for kids, and it's and it's not. I mean, it's yeah. not. It's just, and I love what Dwayne says. The freedom that animation allows is freeing for the story. 100%. Star Wars has not told a better story than the Siege of Mandalore at the end of Clone Wars season seven. Go ahead, Absolutely. Robbie. Had something here. If uh, if 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 cartoons aren't for adults, then I am not an adult. Let's just put it that way. <laughs> uh, I'm super excited about this. This is going to be a nerd's dream. This what if, and and just at first glance, it looks at like about 85% of the actors who play these people in the movies are doing the voices for them in the what if show. There was only a couple. Like I didn't think Robert Downey Jr. is doing Iron Man. There's a couple of those. But for the most part, like I think you're getting Chris Hemsworth is going to be Thor. So even yeah. in the cartoon versions, we're going to at least get. The, the actual actors, which just goes to show you how serious of a project yeah. it is. But it's going to be mm -hmm. nothing but fun. This, none of this actually matters. It's just for enjoyment. Yep. We don't have an official date on that. The next thing we do have an official date on, Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings. Comes out September 3rd of this year. Shang-Chi, we know, is going to tell the story of the real Mandarin, not the Trevor Slattery wonderful version that we got in Iron Man 3. If this was an episode of United We Fan, you would hear the sound effect of him opening his beer saying, I panicked and then I handled it. Um, but we know that Shang-Chi is, uh, from the trailers, He's he's got martial arts powers in an MCU world. Uh, Aquafina plays his friend as far as we know um so we're gonna learn a lot more there there's a lot of crouching tiger hidden dragon feels that are coming out of this one uh mark how do you feel about about shang chi anything you're looking forward to there 
Well, I still, I said this on the earlier episode when we talked about the trailer. I'm really excited to see how a character like Shang-Chi folds into the greater narrative. Uh, I'm wondering if he's going to play a major role in phase four, if the elements of this film are really going to play a, a larger role, given that we know that there's a lot of cosmic elements to phase four. I'm curious to see how he folds in again, you know, Shang-Chi historically, you know, I, and when I, when I take a look at these, these series, I always try to take a look of like where they could potentially go. But Shang-Chi is another one that uh, his sandbox is more of like daredevil. He's more on a, on a real grounded level uh, in that he, he kind of pals around with defenders more than he does an X-Men more than he does some of the other characters that are coming into the story. So I'm just really curious to see where he's going to fit in. But I, we talk about this constantly. It's Marvel, so I'm, I'm all in. It's the same thing with Star Wars. I, I'll never complain about getting more Marvel or getting more Star Wars. I'm excited. I know nothing about Shang-Chi, though. I know next to nothing about him. We, uh, we're going to get MCU connections. We know that. Um, but I really think this story is going to kind of stand on its own. Like we got a lot in phase one of not a ton of interconnectedness, but we'll, I, I, I don't know. I mean, the Mandarin obviously is a gigantic MCU connection. Rob, I know we've talked about this already. We've seen the trailer. You didn't know much about Shang-Chi before that, but no. you've gotten a little bit more since then. Are you excited? I'm very excited. What I do know, I'm very curious to see how it's interwoven. The things I do know about Shang-Chi from the comics without giving away too much, like he does end up in places like uh, Madripoor. I know he fights yeah. in Kung Lun, which is a very popular place for you Iron Fist fans. So I expect that type of uh, martial arts stuff. But the great thing, and this is what I think they're building towards. You're going to hear me probably say this a lot, a bunch of us. We're getting to that secret invasion. He was written into the secret wars. So I'm very curious how he's going to play into that, how Marvel's going to work that uh you know, look up. We all know who scrolls are um, there, but he's definitely going to work into that that secret invasion storyline. And I'm so curious to see how that's going to all play out next year. Yeah, we've got uh, Bing Bong in the comments saying, do you think they're making too many Marvel things right now? Where will we go in 10 years? That's all a good question. Um, at this point, uh, Coach DeFranco said it always trust Marvel and anything Marvel. Eventually, something's got to not land with me. Um, we haven't hit that yet. Something eventually isn't going to work. Um, I don't look forward to that day. Um, but it's, I mean, it's a, I don't call it a valid criticism yet. Um, Brian, but, out of curiosity, was there anything yeah. that came dangerously close to not hitting with you? Ooh, I like that. Um, fairly recently, actually, my lowest rewatches in the MCU are Ant-Man and the Wasp and Captain Marvel. Um, okay. Okay. So, and it has nothing to do with anything other than I, I don't know, like I still would very much rather watch Ant-Man and the Wasp than many things. But when you compare it to the rest of the MCU, I, I don't watch it near as much. Do, do you think Captain Marvel would have landed better if it had been made earlier in, in the, in the sequence of events? Cause I felt like it was introduced very late in the game to really that, get, to get into it. I know why they introduced it when they did. It was easier to explain her absence of 30 years. Um, but that being said, I, Captain Marvel was very much a victim of too high expectations for me. And I think it was that for a lot of people as I went into that movie theater that night expecting clues to what um, 
you trust for Dark World. So yeah, I, I I don't watch Thor the Dark World much either. I mean that well, a uh, point to Bing Bong there, but um and the Incredible Hulk. Um I don't I don't care for that one either. Um but overall, I mean, but we'll see. I, I don't know. But Dwayne, um Shang-Chi, are you um pretty excited about that as well? Yeah, I'm I'm looking forward to the martial arts uh part of it. I like that kind of action, the you know, the fighting. Um, I don't know much about it at all. I'm also interested to see uh, how Aquafina works out, you know, being in the MCU because I think we she's a good she's, team. <laughs> she's interesting to me. She, she's so. gonna be she's gonna be the Luis of that franchise. <laughs> yeah, that would be all right. She's I love Luis. I know. I love Luis. That's my other criticism of Ant Man and the Wasp. Like Luis should have been in the giant suit at the end, like fooling fooling Jimmy Woo. Like it just would have been better. They're very smart though. The reason they released both those movies when they did, I think they knew they would be underperforming, but they performed just fine because you need to know that story to get to those bigger Avenger movies. Like it's all very, very calculated. You like yeah, Captain, Captain Marvel Mars, did $1.1 billion. Like because you movie, had to see it. Yeah. You had to see it. They're very, very smart with the way they make you see it. It's genius. Yep. It is very sure. smart. Well, speaking of Captain Marvel, the next thing we're going to get is Miss Marvel. Um, that is uh, the MCU debut of Kamala Khan. If you watch, if you've been watching Earth's Mightiest Weirdos since we began in the WandaVision times, I really expected her to show up as part of a mass event that had happened with Wanda that did not happen. So we still don't know how she gets her powers. Is she a mutant? Is she an inhuman like she is in the comics? She did not make her MCU debut, or excuse me, her comic debut until 2014. So Kamala Khan is a Pakistani-American. Um, Iman Vellani is a Canadian actress from Toronto that they cast in this role. Um, from what we've seen very briefly in the trailer, she's got that wry smile. She's got that side eye look. Very teenagery, Very, very convincing. I'm extremely excited about this. Rob, I think you played the Marvel Avengers PlayStation game, right? I, I did. They do a great origin story of Kamala Khan in that movie, uh, in that game. I don't know if that, they're going to use the same one. Um, I love this character. I think everybody's going to love this character. And another common theme you're going to hear us say a lot, in a lot of these Disney Plus shows and a couple of the movies, they're purposely putting in characters you know to introduce a new character so that character's ready to go for the movie. So whatever whatever movie that character has to star in, you're going to very much get the Kamala Khan origin story in this Disney Plus show, I think. If I can get a little bit into the weeds a little bit on what her comic book origin is. So she becomes an Inhuman. Inhumans was basically Marvel's answer to the mutants because they couldn't put mutants into the MCU at the time. So they were really trying to make Inhumans something. It even was a TV show that was absolutely horrendous. Um, but they were pushing that. She became an Inhuman because of a Terrigen bomb that was created by MODOK. If they go that way... That's a lot to fit into the MCU in the next three months before this show appears. So I, I very much expect her origin to change. Um, but she has very Mr. Fantastic ability. She can grow bigger. She can stretch. She can do all that kind of stuff. I'm really, really excited about her. There has been some leaks of her comic accurate costume um, online. that I, They're not even like full-blown leaks. They're not official views, but like they're pictures of her in that costume. She looks great. So... I'm uh, I'm very excited about about Miss Marvel. We know we're going to see her again in in um, the next. I, that's almost guaranteed to be a season two, and we're going to see her in the next Captain Marvel movie as well. Uh, but after that, we we only know that that's in fall of 2020. That's on Disney Plus. The next thing we have is Eternals, November 5th, and that is a theatrical release. Shang Chi is also a theatrical release. Um, at this point, we do not know if they are premiere access or not. 
Um, so you can see some of the Eternals. Let me just run through the cast list here real fast. We have Angelina Jolie. Everybody knows her. Gemma Chan making her MCU return. She was actually Minerva in um, Captain Marvel. She was blue. Uh, Richard Madden from Game of Thrones and Cinderella. Kit Harington, Jon Snow from Game of Thrones, Salma Hayek, uh, Kamel Nanjiani. Uh, just the list goes on and on. Like this movie is going to be crazy. We don't know how they're going to fit into the MCU either. It is directed by Chloe Zha, who just won Best Director at the Academy Awards. She also won Best Picture for Nomadland. That is on Hulu. Check it out. Dwayne, how about the Eternals? We got the one view of Angelina Jolie. She plays, Sir, or excuse me, she plays... Uh, Athena in this. No, I think, yeah, I don't know. She plays Athena in this one where you got her with the sword upside down. Looked absolutely great. Yeah, I, I can't wait. I'm looking forward to this uh, big time. Um, I don't know a whole lot about it. I just started to kind of dive into the story and learn about it. And uh, I kind of was looking into some of it today. Um, I like Angelina Jolie. This cast is absolutely amazing. Um, the way the MCU has done things, the cast that they're able to bring in, the writers, the producers, uh, to me, this looks like this could be an absolute huge blockbuster. I'm excited for it. Mark, I know you're excited for it too. So of all of the projects, this is probably the one I'm the most excited about just because of that cast. Me too. Um, I, I stand hard for Game of Thrones. Even, even with the last season, I don't care. Uh, I am a staunch defender of Game of Thrones. And a uh, gigantic fan of Kit Harrington, but an even bigger fan of Richard Madden. I love Richard Madden. I can't wait to see him as Icarus. And, uh, you know, I mean, like and Angelina Jolie never disappoints too. So, but I, I really am excited for what the Eternals are going to bring to the MCU. That, I mean, they're kind of, they are kind of the definition of OP. And I'm just wondering where their entry into the MCU. It's like if this were an arms race with them coming in, I think that's not only does that speak of how cool it's going to be for them, but you're going to get even bigger bads if you're bringing in that many people with that much power. I'm excited for the character of Sprite. <laughs> um, I can't remember the actress's name that plays Sprite, um, but she is eternally young. She's a very young girl. She's like 12, 13 years old, and she's been that forever. The comic book origin of the Eternals is they've been around living amongst men forever. They don't age. They, they've seen everything happen. Um, so the amount of things that they could have seen within MCU lore and just how how are they going to explain where they've been all this time? Why didn't they help in the battle of... New York, why didn't they help in Avengers Endgame? I'm very interested to see how they do that. Kamel Nanjiani, I love that guy. I'm really excited to see to see what he does. Uh, this one has the most uh, intrigue factor for me. It may be not be the one I'm looking forward to 100% the most. That's also coming this year. We'll talk about that here in just a minute. Uh, but just the intrigue factor of this one is on WandaVision level for me, just what it can mean. And if you've been listening to United We Fan or or us, you know how much I was looking forward to WandaVision. So I'm I'm extremely excited about it. Rob Eternals, is this something I mean that shot of Angelina Jolie in that in that trailer was awesome. Oh, I'm I'm very excited. I think I'm gonna feel about this the way I did about Guardians. I don't know much about it, but I think I'm gonna fall in love with all the characters and and what they mean to the bigger pictures. They're gonna they're gonna and, and also they mentioned celestial beings, which we haven't gotten into that much, you know, a little bit in Guardians too, with the whole ego thing. But mm -hmm. yeah, they get their powers from the celestials, they should be around forever. It's gonna be a, a whole new cosmic realm of what's going on in the MCU. 
Well, we still got two projects to even get us out of 2021. This is how crazy the MCU is going. <laughs> uh, late fall 2021. So we're talking November, December timeframe, the Hawkeye series. Um, Jeremy Renner is back as the title character of Hawkeye. Haley Steinfeld. Um, yes. Haley Steinfeld. I know her most from True Grit. Like that's where oh. I was. I think that's pretty much where everybody was introduced to Haley Steinfeld. But she was in the Bumblebee movie. And I am holding on to the fact that she is Jimmy Fallon's female doppelganger. Ah, and she's in the last Pitch Perfect too. <laughs> she is in the last Pitch Perfect. She's also, yep. yeah, she's in Bumblebee. She's in a lot. She's also the voice of Gwen Stacy in Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. She's mm -hmm. awesome. So she's our new Kate Bishop. She's going to be the new Hawkeye. I'm very excited so about her. I'm far more excited about her than I am because for me, I'm a, you can take it or leave it with Jeremy Renner. You can take it or leave it with Hawkeye. I don't care much for his character. I'm super stoked about Kate Whoa. Bishop and, and Haley Steinfeld. Go ahead, Mark. Whoa. <laughs> what? You got to give him a second now. Yeah, Dude. You, you're taking back there. <laughs> you don't like Hawkeye? No. Nope. Wow. So if he's Taskmaster, I'm going to throw something. I, I prefer to call him Arrow Guy. Yeah. I legalist. see, like, I, I really, I like Hawkeye. I... I don't Especially, like Jeremy Renner in anything. Like even in like in tag when he played like like cool guy. Like get out of here. You're not even gonna try and replace Tom Cruise in Mission Impossible, dude. Like get out of here. See now, I I am a fan of Jeremy Renner. I don't like the that weird whatever musical project that he has going on. Like that's that's a bit much. But like I don't I don't like it. Like the Bruce Willis crazy musical musical project. I don't like that either. But yeah. I like him. I like Jeremy Renner, Just and I I enjoyed. <gasps> <laughs> the revenge of bruno right yeah. it's like the revenge of bruno or whatever i like uh i like jeremy renner in endgame i thought that, he was, that he was fine in endgame he was fine in, like they gave him a good story in endgame i'll give you that that character arc was pretty ba man that was ba baracus i was all <laughs> in i like ronan better than i do hawkeye what about you uh Dwayne? how do how do you feel on hawkeye um Hawkeye, I can take or leave Hawkeye as well. I, I he he was best. I agree in Endgame. I'm actually more interested in her character and if she takes over that role. Um, you know, Haley Seinfeld's. Uh, I, that's I'm way more interested in her. Yeah, Jeff Sorry, says Jeff. Bruce Willis's CD was great. <laughs> that's yeah. awesome. Yeah. Coach DeFranco says he's a bigger fan of Paul Rudd and Ant Man than Jeremy Renner and Hawkeye. Well, yeah, yeah, that's not even a. That's not even. Yeah. A, do you do you disagree with like? <laughs> I don't disagree with that. anybody. Yeah, no. like, I think we no, all no, prefer no. Paul Rudd. I just Rudd I think awesome. they didn't write his character great, especially in the first couple of things. Like they they underutilized it, and I think it was hard to recover. As far as this goes, I'm with you guys. I love. I love Haley Steinfeld. She's one of the 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 newer actresses of the time that, for whatever reason, I, mm -hmm. I really do enjoy. I think she's going to be a great Kate Bishop. We also have the new Black Widow that's going to be in these series. Yeah. So, uh, again, just saying kind of the stuff that we already talked about, this is them using an old character to kind of get you in, and they're going to make you like the new one just mm -hmm. to set up whether they use her in the Young Avengers or later down the line, Secret Invasions. But that is going to be the the point of this show. Hopefully they do it in an entertaining way, and it's going to be, here's your new Hawkeye, and this is how we got there. Marvel I, had I... to fight, just real quick, Marvel had to fight for Haley Steinfeld too because she had a non-compete clause in her Apple TV Plus series Dickinson. They literally had to buy her out of that. So they're putting money into getting her into the series. They, they want her for years. Yes. yes. That's awesome. 
I want to I want to ask a question. I it's it's on topic with all of these new projects. It was something that I I was thinking about as I was driving home before we went on air. Is I I understand injecting new characters. Was thinking about us guys, did you hear that? That's, I that's was. Nice. I I understand injecting new characters, new teams like Young Avengers, the West Coast Avengers, uh, Thunderbolts. But the thing is, in the comic world these characters have also been they've been balanced out with the regs and the regulars of we've always had a captain america in the mcu we've always had an, an iron man we've had different forms and iterations so i'm curious and and would like to see what you guys think do you think they're going to continue to put out those characters like we we have a new cap we have a new cap cap is mm -hmm. going to be in the mcu he's going to be represented but we don't have we don't have an iron man we will I'm curious to see we're going to get a She-Hulk, but there's always been a Hulk. I'm curious, are we going to throw away those old characters or are we going to recast and, and have different iterations of them? Cause I think that's important. Like, I don't know if I want to have all of these new characters without then kind of having the, the comfort food of the MCU, if you will. Like, so I feel like I need the comfort food. The comic book industry is very much built upon passing the mantle of the character and not so much recasting that person. So like you said, we have a new cat, but we don't have a new Steve Rogers. We will get a new Iron Man in Ironheart with Riri Williams. That is also yes, a will. Disney Plus series that's coming, but she's not a new Tony Stark. We're 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 getting people to fill those superhero roles. Tatiana Maslany is She-Hulk, which we'll talk about here in a little bit. She's not ever going to be Bruce Banner. That's not the point. But the way, think about how they pulled off what they pulled off with both Bucky and Sam Wilson is over eight years they told this story to convince you that this guy's the next Captain America because Kevin Feige is thinking 10 years into the future. Um, so I think we're going to continuously pass that mantle. Something like Black Widow, for example. She can be the Black Widow because we almost never, ever called her Black Widow. She's Natasha Romanoff. So for the most part, she can take on the mantle of Black Widow and still very much be Yelena Belova and be her own character while filling that role of Black Widow. That's my opinion on it. Go ahead, Rob. Well, and and the, the again, I, I don't We never say this. Marketing is what I went to school for. I love marketing. It's genius because they make you care about the character so that then when they do pass the mantle, they have all those us old OGs that want to still see Marvel go on, but they brought in all these new people. And, and not only that, they'll change the gender. They'll change the race. So now you're bringing in, you know, all these other people. We're going to have a female Iron Man. So now, you know, all those women that really want to feel they're represented by that type of character. They're going to be K Kamala Khan being being Pakistani. That's amazing. You're bringing in, you're making a, a Pakistani superhero. That's awesome. Like think of all the different demographics you're bringing in under one mm -hmm. bubble. Every everybody can love this together, and that's why it's genius. It's always going to sell. Yeah, Dwayne, are you excited about passing that mantle of Captain America and Black Widow and Hulk and and so on and so forth? I am. Uh, I'm looking forward to that. I will say I can agree with Mark on uh, the point where it, it would be nice to have some of the familiars kind of, you know, um, as well. That's why, that's why Thor making it out of Endgame and getting us to Love and Thunder is a big deal. Stuff like that is a big deal. Yeah, exactly. And I, I agree. You know, um, 
having Thor still around, you know, uh, whether it's the Hulk or, you know, some different ones, having some of the guys who, you know, were our original Avengers. Um, I think that's important as well. I, I am definitely excited about the, the new characters. Uh, like you said, whether it's Captain America, but not Steve Rogers, you know, I like that to me, that's really cool. Um, so, and again, just like Mark said, and, and actually what Rob was just saying about how we're bringing in different demographics, different races, different, you know, females and things like that. I'm all for it. I mean, to be honest with you, I like a female superhero. Um, I come from a family with very strong women in my, you know, my wife is strong, my mom, my mother-in-law, some very strong women. Uh, and I, I, so I like to see that. I, it's, it's exciting to me. Yeah, I have a healthy respect for your wife. I feel like she could beat me up if she wanted to. Like, there's no <laughs> doubt about that. So I can I can understand that for sure. Uh, guys, we are 42 minutes in. We haven't even gotten out of 2021 yet. Oh, no. Like, But when we talk about passing that mantle, let's talk about a character who's had that mantle passed many, many times. Spider-Man, No Way Home. December 17th, 2021. I cannot wait for this mm. film. Just because okay. I can't wait to see how they pay off the story, the post credit scene from Spider-Man Far From Home of Peter being outed and the and Flash Thompson having to come to a realization that Peter Parker, who he hates, is now the spider or is now Spider-Man, the guy that he loves more than anybody. All of that. Oh, yeah. And then not mentioning the fact that we're potentially nothing confirmed getting um, Alfred Molina back as Doc Ock from Spider-Man 2 getting um, Jamie Foxx back Jamie as Fox. Electro from The, Ama from the Amazing Spider-Man 2, and he needs to fix that movie. Uh, oh, yeah, and Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield both potentially coming back as Peter Parker in the multiverse. Benedict Cumberbatch, Doctor Strange, is also appearing in this film. This film wow. is going to get weird. It is going to get crazy, and I can't wait to see all three Spider-Man on screen. So we have definitive proof that Tom Holland is the ultimate Peter Parker. <laughs> Mark, yes. how, are, I'm assuming, Mark, you're looking forward to this movie as much as, as I am, I hope. Uh, so I... Doesn't sound like it. Uh -oh. I am curious to see, uh, you know, what, what happens. Right now, I'm, I'm, I think that that answer is kind of nervous in that I'm, I'm just very scared of Sony taking away Spider-Man. That I know that the right now we have a deal that uh, Tom Holland is going to be around for a little while, but I'm I, I have a, a very uh, painful past of getting on board with an intellectual property and then having it like killed and goes away. And uh, I'm not on we we speaking of Venom, I'm not on board with with the Spider Verse. I'm not at all. Like the I S P U M C. I am not on on board with that with that iteration of it. And so I'm very scared that this film is going to get me really excited for Spider-Man on this side of the fence and in the MCU and then they're going to pull him away from us. It so, feels like a perfect setup to exit the MCU. I, I I know what you mean. That's listen. That's that's it. That's where I'm coming. That's my anxiety around this film. It seems like the this is the swan song and the exit for all things Spider-Man from the MCU, and I feel like that's not what 
fans of Spider-Man want and or need right now. It's it's just a no-brainer for Sony. I don't understand why Sony would... I, I mean, I get it from a, a monetary standpoint, but wouldn't you want your character to be be able to play in the sandbox? And they've already screwed up, let's face it. They screwed up two Spider-Mans. I don't want them to screw up now the third one. Like the Andrew Garfield stuff, sorry, sorry Sony, but that was terrible. Like the first one was not that bad but the second amazing spider-man was was really awful like it was it's unwatchable i i can't go back and watch it i would rather watch i would rather watch the new fantastic four than watch that movie wow i don't feel that that way i don't feel that way (laughs) (laughs) that's how much i hate that second movie with andrew garfield i hate it like i'm not excited about jamie fox's electro coming back because i hate that movie so much put that man in the hands of kevin feige i am to the ability that Jamie Foxx has. Jamie Foxx. I'm with you. I share that anxiety, but Marvel and Disney are playing so nice right now. Like, oh, give it to me. Rob, Spider-Man, Far From Home, or No Way Home. I'm so excited. Obviously, this one has the most hype. We have expectations of this because it's Spider-Man. So that does make it harder to reach the the expectations. But, uh, But I'm very excited with it. Sony would be making a big mistake if they try to do this on their own because the thing that makes it great is all the backing. But I think for this one, there's not much to say. Let's sit back and enjoy because let's just. See, there's so many directions this could go. I don't even want to necessarily speculate. Let's see what they do with it. I say she can beat me up, and then she appears in the comments. Hi, Lori. <laughs> Dwayne, Spider-Man: No Way Home. Well, even though Mark really put some fear into me there, I didn't. I didn't scary. have that. Fear. No, it's. Yeah. it's a, you I, guys I was trying just to the, remain. I was trying to remain positive, but oh, Mark, man, Mark you, spoke you the just, truth. You guys both just put a little fear in my heart on that one, but I'm going to just forget that I heard it, and I'm going to say I'm super <laughs> excited for this movie. <laughs> I mean, uh, the again, I think the cast, and I also really – I'm interested to see all three Spider-Men together. I'm also interested to see Doctor Strange, and, and then, of course, the villains are going to be phenomenal. So I think this is going to be really cool, and – I'm going to hope half glass full that none of that other bad stuff happens and that Disney and Sony can work this thing out and it's going to be awesome. It so, is a film distributed Don't tell me by, it's not. It is a film <laughs> distributed by Sony. It is the only reason that we got Spider-Man Far From Home so close to Endgame that we did. Knowing Sony, I think we're going to get a trailer really, really soon. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know how much they're going to keep the multiverse stuff under wraps. I'm very, very interested in that. Let's move on to 2022. Oh, wait, wait, wait. The first. Yep, go ahead. I just want to temper my negativity, <laughs> Dwayne. I want to listen. I want to stay positive here. Uh, for all of the negative vibes that I have about Sony <laughs> potentially taking it, I am really excited for this moment. <laughs> <laughs> I have to say, I'm excited for three okay. Spider Man's meme in real yeah. life. You know, they'll do it too. They'll absolutely yeah. do it. They have to. They have to. <laughs> Next on the list is, we just talked about it, She-Hulk, Jennifer Walters. She plays a constantly green six-foot-seven version of herself. She is a lawyer. Kevin Feige said it is a 30-minute comedy, basically, workplace comedy. Um, Bruce Banner, we know, is coming back for this one. It's going. We don't know what type of trials she's going to be trying. Now, obviously, it's going to have MCU epic stuff in it. Um, but it's going to be kind of a courtroom type show and the types of different things that they're doing. Jennifer Walters, you never know who she's going to represent in court, superhero court. Um, this could be a potential introduction for Matt Murdock. 
as Daredevil in this series if he doesn't appear as Peter Parker's lawyer in Spider-Man No Way Home, which is also possible. Charlie Cox was rumored to be on set for No Way Home. So he's returning as Daredevil from the Netflix show. He wouldn't be the same character. He would just be playing the same character. Um, So that would be interesting. We know that Mark Ruffalo is coming back as Bruce Banner. We know that Tim Roth is coming back as the Abomination from The Incredible Hulk all the way back in 2008. Tatiana Maslany is playing Jennifer Walters, the um, title character of She-Hulk. She's most famous from her role in Orphan Black. Um, I know her best as the Doctors Without Borders doctor, uh, Nadia, from those couple of episodes when she was dating Tom Haverford on Parks and Rec. Um, That's what I know her best from. Um, but I'm excited about it. Does anybody else share any enthusiasm for, I saw Mark, you shaking your head when I talked about uh, it being a bit well, of a comedy. Yeah. I, I, when when you said it was a comedy, I, I shook my head. I'm, I'm hoping I'm, I like a healthy dose of comedy in, in a movie. And that's what makes Ant-Man so wonderful for me is how funny those movies are. Uh, but uh, keep the slapstick stuff away. There's too much, too much is not good. Healthy, healthy doses, Ooh. please. Mark well, Ruffalo's a funny dude, man. I, I was gonna say, I'm actually su- surprised to hear you say that. Like, so again, look out. Th- this is this is gonna go to be one of those origin stories. They want to give you a chance to personally fall in love with the character. So when she reappears in the movies, you have a love for her. If they go comic book origin, she's gonna get into some type of accident. She's gonna need a, a blood transfusion from from Bruce Banner, and that's how she gets her powers in the in the comic books. We'll see how they play that line along. Yeah, they're cousins. Uh, yeah. Cousin, excuse yeah, me. Yeah, no, you know you're good. I don't know what you, I I didn't hear what you said, but they're cousins in the comics. Yes, they're cousins in the I'm assuming that's why he's in it. She's going to need that. Let them have their courtroom fun. Let them show the funny side of Charlie Cox. Like again, they just keep like look at what we talked about already just in the last not even an hour, but how much we covered. It's just building blocks. They're just setting it up, setting it mm-hmm. up to make us love all these like they can just I would rather just pay all the money now. Like say like how much money is it all these movies going to cost if you prepay? <laughs> just take it now from me because I'm going to go see every one. Right. Well, the good news is, is that's only on Disney Plus, so eight dollars. Yeah, so a I don't month. have to pay anymore. Well, right, did you know anything about? Uh, did you know anything about She Hulk? Not a thing. I didn't yeah. know anything about it. Um, it. Not until we just started, you know, talking about it, and maybe a little bit earlier this afternoon. Um, I'll be curious. Uh, I, I like a good sitcom. Don't get me wrong. I like some Big Bang Theory and Friends and stuff like that. I don't think it's going to go that <laughs> expensive. Don't Dude, but, uh, I just think of the, I think of like a sign track underscore to it when you say comedy. I think it's going to be WandaVision <laughs> type. <laughs> it's going to be like the way WandaVision was funny, and then they throw yeah. in the comic aspects. That's this this way. That's probably the nice way for them to build the character. Like I said, so she's she's not just hulking out from the beginning. We got to get to yeah. that point. Yeah, I'm, I'm cool with that. Fun. Yeah. Well, you know what's not going to be funny. The next movie, no, on March twenty fifth of twenty twenty two, Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. This is where we are going to learn officially that Wanda did not take the villain turn at the end of WandaVision, like people seem to think when she was reading the Darkhold, Mark. <clears throat> um, but I, <laughs> but we are going to get Wanda teaming up with <laughs> Doctor Strange. I, I assume I don't think Doctor Strange is going to be fighting Wanda. Wanda is potentially going to find Billy and Tommy again. Who knows what's going to happen in Spider-Man No Way Home and Doctor Strange's role there and how that because originally this was supposed to come out, like I said, this past Friday with Spider-Man 3 being this summer. So they had to switch up the order a little bit. So I'm curious as to how that entire story may change um, because of because of that. But this movie, there's been all kinds of multiverse 
funny cameos rumored is such as Mephisto. another version. Well, Mephisto, but another version <laughs> of Tony Stark played by Tom Cruise. Um, that's been rumored, like just funny cameos. I'm very, very interested in what Multiverse of Madness is going to do. And it's going to beat the Flash to market on making, bringing back different versions of superheroes. So I'm really curious as to what we're going to see there. But Dwayne, we're going to start with you. We know where Wanda ended up at, at the end of WandaVision. We know how powerful Doctor Strange can be. Multiverse of Madness, horror, the very first horror film, and Sam Raimi's directing it. Yeah. Well, first of all, first of all, I'm looking forward to it big time. But the question is, do I do I see another like bet coming here between Mark and Brian on that some of what's going to happen in that movie? Um, Give us a year. So, we, we still got time. <laughs> you got time. I, I I see you guys both, uh, and both of you are so smart. So it makes me uh, curious to see what's going to happen. But oh, you're yeah. being way too nice to me, man. Yeah, you're being too nice to him. I'll take it. But <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, I'm excited, man. It's going to be great. Um, I think, uh, you know, when you go back and you think about WandaVision and what we saw in WandaVision and then how it ended. And what we what we know of Doctor Strange, I'm I'm all in. I mean, to all of it, really. But I think that's going to be a great, you know, just a great movie. Sam Raimi going back to his Evil Dead kind of horror film vibes, getting that Doc Ock like when they're trying to take, cut his arms off in Spider Man Two. Rob, Multiverse of Madness. What do you think? You you know I'm excited. Yeah. Uh, also, his use of color. I love Sam Raimi. I'm sure the costumes are going to be very vibrant looking, which I'm very excited about. This is where I get to the point. I don't want to over-speculate because I want to see how the Loki series goes and I want to see how the new Spider-Man movie goes because that I think is going to give us a lot more information on where this is heading. Because again, it can go in a million directions and I am excited about any one that they take. Uh, Dwayne, other Dwayne in the comments says, do you think the release order changes of impacts anything? I think it does a little bit, especially by now including Doctor Strange in Spider-Man No Way Home. I think that might change the story of the MCU just a little bit. Um, for the most part, you could go back and especially like Phase 1, Phase 2, you could watch those movies for the most part in any order. Like you could watch Thor before Iron Man and, and it just really wouldn't matter. Sometimes some things happen where you need to watch it first. But for the most part, we can interchange these projects we could have watched Falcon and Winter Soldier before WandaVision. It would have made no difference. So yeah. um, I don't think the entire MCU is going to be completely different, but I think there's going to be some different changes. Uh, is it Alicia, I think is how you pronounce it, says you have a recommendation for someone to watch? Alessia, probably. Alessia, mm -hmm. perfect. Um, to watch WandaVision, Falcon, Winter Soldier without Disney+, Plus, not an, not an option legally. Um, that's all I will say there. That's Disney's plan <laughs> is they want it all on Disney+. Plus. But Mark, I want to give you a – go ahead. Well, to Alessia's point, Alessia, to uh, take something from another ABC show, which is Who Wants to Be a Millionaire? You can phone a friend. Ah, I, I think <laughs> so, you can get illegal copies in Madripoor. Yes, you can phone. <laughs> you can phone a friend if you have a great friend that has a Disney Plus account. Just get 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 really friendly with them. That's I just picture it. the weasel from Zootopia <laughs> selling copies of it in in, in Madripoor. For the so. for the record, for the record, I am I am that weasel. <laughs> yeah, I, I believe that. Uh, Mark Valentine, we're going to move on to you when we're not going to laugh at Multiverse of Madness. We will absolutely laugh at Taika Waititi's directed oh, man. Thor Love and Thunder, yes. the return of Jane Foster, played by Natalie Portman, um, the return of Korg for sure. I cannot wait for that. Valkyrie is also in this film, played by Tessa Thompson. Mark, Thor Love and Thunder. 
Uh, so outside of the Eternals, oh, this is May sixth of twenty twenty two. I apologize. Yeah, no. So out, outside, so the Eternals would get my vote for the being the movie that I'm just most excited about because uh, I I just think that that movie with that cast is going to be incredible. So this uh, this movie would probably be like a, a very close second in that if it like I'm on I'm on board for Taika Waititi, uh, Ragnarok is. On any given day, I can vote that as my favorite movie to watch. It's probably my favorite movie to watch on replay. I love Korg. Uh, really excited to see Tessa Thompson come back. Uh, Brian, we're getting Lady Sif is coming back in this movie as well. So, yep. uh, you know, the, the Warriors 3 are not, are they're done. Oh, one of them moved on to Storybrooke <laughs> in Once Upon a Time, and then yeah, the rest well, are just gone. Well, they did. They did. But the Lady Sif was smart enough to get out of, I, I don't know how she did, was obviously not in uh, Asgard when uh, it's when Asgard, Cape, not Asgard. <laughs> when uh, Cape Blanchett comes, A Asperg, whatever. <laughs> hey, listen, tomato, tomato, Asgard, Asgard. It's all good. A Asgard yeah. was destroyed, and now yeah. Asgard is in the middle of like Norway somewhere. Yeah. All right, fair. You plant um, your flag in that, right? So, well, they took a giant sword and they put it. They stuck it right in the Asgard, and it blew it up. In Jason Aaron's The Mighty Thor comic book run, Jane Foster has cancer and she gains the powers of Thor in a manner in which I can't tell you because I can't remember. But she literally, every time she uses the powers of Thor, her cancer accelerates. She literally is killing herself to save people. I Natalie Portman has given many hints that Cancer is very much going to be at the center of this story. How the MCU is going to be able to do that and how real that's going to feel just two months ahead of Black Panther Wakanda forever. And yeah. with what Chadwick Boseman died of cancer, that's going to be extremely powerful stuff. I do expect this to be the last time Jane Foster appears in the MCU. But watching Natalie Portman wield Mjolnir on stage at Comic-Con just a couple years ago and watching her, what she's going to do in this film yeah, man, is super, just, super exciting. You punched me in the gut too. When you said that, you know, that, that storyline coming out two months prior to Wakanda forever is just going to be like very so yeah. sobering to say the least. Uh, Matt just said, I heard she's doing a whole new workout, Natalie Portman specifically for this role. Yes, Matt go online and look at the leaked pictures from the set. She is jacked up. She is like jacked for this, for this role. Even more than Padme Amidala, um, I, I, man, like it's just it's it's so exciting to see what Taika can do here. Dwayne, I think you're excited about this one. Oh yeah, I, I the just all of it. Um, the way you, you know, like Mark was saying, um, Ragnarok's one of my favorites as well. So just that whole vibe, um, and then Natalie Portman coming back, which I'm really looking forward to. It's a, it's on very close to the top of my list. And uh, I just, you know, literally I, I, I sound like a broken record. You could have just pushed a button and said, Dwayne loves it. Dwayne's going to love it. He's going to like it a lot, but where's that I, roadcaster when we need it, you know, for real, <laughs> uh, I'm just telling you uh, the, the MCU has got me like completely jacked. I feel like a kid again. Um, and, and I love it to be honest with you. It, mm. It's really been good for my soul. Rob, Thor, Love and Thunder. Love it. I think I don't think anybody said it. I believe we're getting Star Lord in this movie too. I believe Chris. We're getting all Lord, the yeah. Guardians. Yeah, probably. Oh, we're, we're getting definitely all getting all Star Lord, but I think they're going to have to drop Thor off somewhere. So yeah, it might just be a quick thing. 
Um, I am going to tell you one fear I have. I, I know it's rumored that Chris Hemsworth may have his contract through Guardians 3, but I know that that wasn't confirmed anymore. I'm, I'm afraid it's his last movie. Because mm -hmm. I, I mean, let's be honest. The 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 villain is is uh is Gore the God Butcher played, played by, by Christian, Christian Bale. Bale yep. Which when Christian Bale does a role, Christian Bale does a role. So I am as much as I know there's going to be comedy aspects. That's going to be that's the one thing I fear. Nobody's officially said that I think in any way. But yeah, I mean, you don't call the bad guy the God Butcher. He's going to butcher a god. I think if we're going to have this guy in a movie, and I'm afraid it might be. Chris's time in the MCU, which would make me so sad, but yeah. I'm afraid. Well, Loki, Loki's not doing get help, so it's not him. <laughs> I I wonder how Loki's going to play a role. Like, I hope we get Loki back somehow in like a TVA like role. Like I I'm very 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 curious. I'm with you, Rob. It scares me that that could be the that could be the end. Like Gore the God Butcher is a scary name. Russell Crowe is also in this film in a role that we do not know. Uh, so they've gotten a lot of a lot of big names. Maximus uh, Decimus Meridius, commander of the Felix Legions. Is that real? No. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I was gonna say like they're just talk about opening the multiverse, man. Like uh, just pulling Gladiator and, Gladiator and Joaquin Phoenix. Just uh, so um, my name is Gladiator. Next, on Disney Plus. We are getting Moon Knight played by Oscar Isaac, is going to play the title character of Moon Knight, Mark Spector. Mark Spector, I don't know if it's schizophrenia. Um, he definitely has multiple personalities um, that he's going to play literally like four different superheroes all in one and kind of whoever comes out. So that's going to be really, really interesting. Mark Spector is the main um, person that, that Oscar Isaac is going to be playing. So Poe Dameron himself. Uh, I'm stoked for this one. Just how they're going to be able to portray mental frailty, mental illness, um, and in in today's world, maybe not mental illness to that extent, but but mental uh, in what's the word I'm looking for? Instability. Not even instability. Perfect. Thank you. That's the word I was looking for. And how that's going to affect and play into that role. I'm stoked for Moon Knight. It, he's very much a Bruce Wayne type character, except Moon Knight dresses in white because he wants you to see him coming. Mm -hmm. I'm stoked about Moon Knight. After that, we have the next theatrical release. We just talked about it. Black Panther, Wakanda Forever. We do know that Chadwick Boseman is not being recast. So the character of T'Challa will not be in this film. We will get some sort of on-screen tribute to him, I'm sure. Something potentially like Carrie Fisher in The Rise of Skywalker. Um, I I do expect T'Challa to die off-screen, um, and we maybe begin the movie there. I really don't know. Um, we don't know what they're going to do with the the mantle of Black Panther. There's a many different things they could do, from M'Baku to Shuri to Okoye to Nakia. Um, I hope they don't go in the Nakia route just because she already had her chance. She's turned it down multiple times. Um, do not bring Michael B. Jordan Killmonger back. Um, well, to I that, think that, to that cheapens. Point, go ahead. Yeah, to that point. So he he just did an interview on May 8th with uh, on the Jess Cagle show, which I guess is a YouTube slash podcast. Hi, Jess. And that, that topic came up. Um, and they basically said, you know, do, do you see Killmonger returning in another capacity? And he cleared that up on the show. He said, and I quote, the likelihood of his return on, a, on that scale of a one to ten. He says, I will go with a solid two and I don't want to go with a zero. He says, never say never, but I can't predict that future. So Michael B. Jordan doesn't seem to be 
uh, giving us any indication that he's he's been act, asked to even be in the uh, the sequel, oh, let alone take on that mantle. Perfect. I, I, yeah. I right right call for me. I I we I, and this isn't. I I mean, we all wish Chadwick Boseman was still alive. I wish they were recasting the role personally. I think T'Challa is bigger than than one single person. Um, I can't speak for for Chadwick. I would assume he probably gave his opinion. This isn't the time for that. But uh, I, I mean, I don't know. I I think it is what it is. I think they're going to use the opportunity to 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 cast definitely a female Black Panther. I'm a, I'm assuming Shuri. I think it makes sense to give it to his to his sister in in the movie. Um, I Letitia know Wright can't stay out of social media trouble though. Like. Mm-hmm. His his that You're actress right. has really stepped in it. That's the only thing that tells me that might not happen. They're gonna whatever they do. I'm sure we're gonna have to trust it. They're gonna they're gonna probably go with whatever similar storyline they need as far as the movie goes. It's just who which female they're gonna put in in that role. Yeah, Wakanda's well, I mean, got plenty of story to tell, and yep. we know Ryan Coogler's. Who's our villain? Do we know some... our do we know our villain yet? Nope. No, no, I think we're I think we're getting the underwater guy, Namor, 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 Namor. 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 I mean, that's I think, quite possible. He was he was shadow he was foreshadowed in Avengers Endgame when they I think talk about I, that. I, I, we're we're going to see him. I think we're going with that. Well, that would be really fun because Namor Namor starts out as a villain before yep. before transitioning to yeah, to a, yes. he's a hero. That, yeah, yeah, yes. So that that would be nice, cool. my opinion. Yeah. And he's yep. so much better than the deep. Just let me say that. So from much the, better from than the deep, boys. Deep, from the boys. <laughs> He's also better than Arthur Curry and Aquaman, but we'll move on. Um, <laughs> the next thing is Secret Invasion. Ooh. Secret Invasion. We are getting Ben Mendelsohn back as Talos. We are getting Nick Fury back. We are getting Amelia Clark. Khaleesi herself has been cast in this one. Olivia Coleman from The Crown on Netflix. I don't yes. watch it. Many of you do. Yes. Olivia Coleman's a great actress. They are pulling out the big guns. Ben Kingsley Nadir is also in this one. He's playing potentially the villain. Sir, this Sir Ben. Show, Sir ben. I'm sorry. Uh, no, it's Sir Ben Kingsley, but this yeah. this is a different this is a different guy. Like it's Kingsley Kingsley Ben Nadir or whatever. Oh, uh, so I, it's, yeah. it's not Donald. No, it's okay. not the Mandarin. No, 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 no. no, 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 no. That, it's not Trevor Slattery. <laughs> That's Sir Ben Kingsley. Um, Damn. But Kingsley Ben Nadir is is in other stuff that. I'm sure I've seen, uh, but this one, they're pulling out the big guns. Like secret invasion is one of the biggest comic book events. This will not be the biggest MCU event because let's face it. It's on Disney plus, but you're getting all these people in it for a reason. Dwayne, did any of those names capture your attention? Uh, well, I'm interested in the characters and the, the actors that are in it, but I know Rob has been talking about it almost this whole show. So I'm going to just kind of give my time to Rob Perfect. and let him, <laughs> Tell us about it. <laughs> well, I think this is going to be the flagship of the Disney Plus shows so far. This the the Secret Invasion to me. So, and by the way, I'll, I will always say this. I've said it on other shows. They're on Disney Plus. Go watch your Marvel cartoons. Go watch your Ultimate Spider Mans and your Avenger cartoons. They they touch on all of these. But every I think every one of these Disney Plus shows has at least one one scroll in them. That you know I. Personally, I think it was Sharon Carter on the, the Falcon and Winter Soldier. She was too weird of a character that didn't serve right. So I think you're going to see that a lot of your favorite characters are taken over by scrolls. It was a huge, huge comic book event. 
And I think a lot of what they're doing in the MCU is somewhat building to this. So I am super, super excited. Uh, definitely most excited about this Disney Plus show than any of the other events on Disney Plus. Mm-hmm. Amelia Clark, like you have to do something big to get Khaleesi in on on something like this. I hope she, I hope I hope we get more from Kira in the solo oh. franchise as well. Now you're um, speaking my language, brother. <laughs> But uh, Babu's freaking podcast coming out next week with reviews of episodes one, two, and three of The Bad Batch. Uh, but I, man, like, uh, Olivia Coleman, I don't know anything about her. I've never really seen anything with her in it. The crown does not keep my attention. But, Mark, you're stoked about Olivia Coleman. Like, why should I be excited about this? Dude, uh, well, the, cr- the crown is, so I'm... Boring. No, no. So I, <laughs> I, I was just going to say, like, right. I, I'm a weird, but I'm a weird... Dude, and I uh, listen. We you can the make crown fun of me or again. Bridgerton. No, but the- I was just gonna say you guys can you can make fun of me again for liking Bridgerton. Which but like I better? I taught history for fifteen years, so like that that's a part of me that like I'm always a sucker for an entertaining version of historical drama, and that that movie or that show ticks all the boxes for me. Like it's royal royalty is fascinating to me the British gentry, the British aristocracy is something that fascinates me having traveled to great Britain to see how ingrained that element is in their social, uh, sort of, uh, their, their social upbringing that they are fascinated with the Royals to on a level that we cannot comprehend. Americans are pretty into the royalty, but uh, in Britain, the, the stuff that's going on right now is just downright scandalous. And uh, that show does a really good job at tackling the life of a very interesting monarch that uh, it's, it's just, it's really great to me, but Amelia Clark is the real, she's the real taker for me in this show. I love her in uh, game of Thrones. I need more of her in the star Wars universe as Kira like Disney, if you're watching us, if you tune in for even 30 seconds, let it be for this 30 seconds. Please, please, please give us more Kira in the Star Wars universe. If you don't want to give us Solo, that's fine. But I want to see more Crimson Dawn. I want to see more Kira. And I want to see a live action Darth Maul. Please. God, please. <laughs> Babu's freaking podcast next week. Uh, all right, gentlemen, let's move on. We are nearing the end of the show. Thank you, everybody, for hanging in with us. There's so much MCU going on. The Marvels, November 11th, 2022, previously known as Captain Marvel 2. It is now known as The Marvels. The logo is awesome because you have the Carol Danvers star in the background. You have Photon's logo in the A, and you have Miss Marvel's scarf, uh, lightning bolt S. It is a movie about the Marvels. Photon or Spectrum, they never officially confirmed it. We believe it to be Photon, Captain Marvel, Ms. Marvel. It is uh, directed by Nia DaCosta, who is most recently directed the, uh, I believe it's Slender Man. Um, no, no, no. It's, is it Slender Man? Um, I, I apologize. But um, I think that's it. But she is writing a story. She was very, very involved on Twitter when, when um, WandaVision was going on talking about Photon and everything that that character is going to do in the future. So I'm really, really excited about that film as well. I think I expect a lot more from this one than I did from bird and birdie that they did in the, uh, the first, the first uh, captain Marvel. Um, 
Next after feel, that, go ahead. I, I was going to say, I do, I do feel a little bit bad that we are not going to get uh, Bre- Brie Larson's not really getting a second outing to kind of fix some of the ills of the first film. What it are seems you talking like they're about. She's getting a second outing. Well, yeah, but it seems she's like still the main character of this film. I, I feel I like, yeah, I, I don't know. I, I there's been maybe maybe this is just me living on TikTok a little bit more because the <laughs> uh, the the sentiment on TikTok is that they're they're kind of giving in and caving to um to fan service of fans didn't like Captain Marvel, so this is the way that they're caving to it by kind of taking away her her movie. Her so let me story. get this straight: they cave by having her share the light with a Pakistani American teenager. And a African American woman. Well, just character that she was not loved. And come on, listen, Kamala Khan is huge right now. Like I don't know enough about Kamala Khan, but like she's big. Like she's beloved yeah. in uh, of of Marvel fans. So that it's kind of like from that angle of hey, let's get rid of a character that we don't so, like. Okay, so not just the not just that whole movement, but her that character specifically. I see what correct. you're saying now. Yeah, I correct. apologize. I thought you were talking uh, about the entire movement around Shazam and uh, no, sorry no, about no. that. Okay, okay, sorry about that. Go ahead. I think Rob. again though, they're just they're just it's it's marketing instead of just focusing on the the lead, the, like you just said though, like the lead white woman. Now they can make it look how many other demographics they just brought in. Now it's about three women, totally different demographics, girl power, everything about it from a marketing standpoint makes perfect sense. It's not going to change the movie. It just changed the title. Matt, you said you're curious in my take on this one. Let me know in the comments what one you're talking about. But we just talked about Carol Danvers for like three minutes and we never got the Carol Danvers quote from the uh, bottom corner over there. Hey there, Peter Parker. There we go. That's better. Got something for you. <laughs> Rob stands up. Go ahead, Dwayne. I was just going to say, um, for me in that movie, I'm I'm interested to see where the whole Monica Rambo, where she goes, that character. That's got me She's excited. Awesome. She's yeah. so awesome. I, I love her. So I, uh, sorry, Mark, I wasn't trying to drag you into that, that, that I was misunderstanding what the argument was. So that's, that's my fault. I'm sorry about that. Um, one of the best things about Disney Plus is what uh, it's actually not Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Three, but it's Guardians of the Galaxy the Holiday Special that they are going to be filming <laughs> along with Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Three. It was retweeted by none other than Mark Hamill, who said he had a bad feeling about this, and we are yeah. getting a I I'm Mark Hamill is going to be in this film. Whether that also means Mark Hamill is going to be in Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3 as the creator of Rocket. That's been rumored for a long time. I James Gunn has a very healthy respect for Mark Hamill. I very much expect Mark Hamill to show up in Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special. Mark, you're beating yourself up because you had the wrong logo. Is that what you're doing down there? You look disappointed. No, I listen. Again, I, I am a, I'm a Star Wars guy. The one mistake that the Star Wars universe has made is that damned Christmas special. Poor, 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 poor uh, Harrison Ford was on. I can't remember what talk show it was, but he had like PTSD from it. That they, uh, they, they really, they made a mistake. Other, other than Boba Fett making the appearance on the Christmas special, it was pretty. Do you really think bad. that this is going to be a mistake, though? Yeah, like, there's no I way do. the Guardian screws this up. Yeah, I do. I think it's gonna. I think it's gonna be a mistake. Yes, I do. It's funny. I, I, you're 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 usually really really positive, and there's a couple. I of am. I am. I don't know. Man. I don't know. Oh, 
I am. Like, I'm really like, I think this is going to be terrible. Like, we I found think- our next $10 bet, Dwayne. Like, there <laughs> yes. it is. There it is. This, this is going to be the greatest thing. Oh, dude. Really? See, like, there you go. So, Dwayne, you're my man, dude. <laughs> Nothing good can come from this. Nothing good. That's what Mark Hamill said, but that's the whole point. It's all marketing, says the marketing guy up here. Yeah, like, well, Mark Hamill, it. when he shows up in Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special, I don't care, man. Give me life day with Groot. It's going to be amazing. Well, and, and honestly, for this, I don't really have expectations for this. I think it's a nice it's a nice thing. I'd rather get a little bit of something sometimes than nothing. Like, I'm just – whatever well, they're going to put yeah, out. Yeah, I think it's well, only going to be like 25 I, okay. minutes, too. I don't think it's going to yeah. be very long. This so here's what like I will movie. say. It's just fun. Here's what I will say about this. It's better than yet another iteration of the Grinch that stole Christmas. I'll take this over. Like we're on like our 12th Grinch now. Like I'm done with the Grinch guys. Let's get over the Grinch. I don't want it anymore. I'll take, I'll take this. I got to find when the earth's mightiest weirdos is going to be like mid December, 2022, (laughs) because I am going to collect my $10 when Mark loves it. it. Write it down. Put it in the bank. December 19th. That's what I'm December 12th or December 19th. We're (laughs) guardians of the galaxy holiday special. After that, we do have just a couple more Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania. Great name. We don't know what's coming from that. Um, we know everybody's coming back, including Michelle Pfeiffer, Michael Douglas, um, Hope Van Dyne, girl from... Everybody's in it. Paul Rudd. Yeah. Evangeline yeah. Lilly. Well, of course, Paul. Evangeline Lilly. Thank you so much. And then Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3. Mark, you just had it on the screen. That's it is on May 5th, 2013. And we will potentially close out Phase 4 with the Fantastic Four. We know nothing else about the Fantastic Four, nor who has been cast or anything like that. But Marvel is teasing us with the Fantastic Four at every chance they get. This is not to mention Disney Plus shows like Ironheart, Armor Wars, many other things that they have announced. The future is bright in the MCU, gentlemen. I cannot wait. Rob, what you got going on this weekend? Oh, this weekend I am away. I have a wedding in upstate New York, so I'll just be at Tin Roof on Sunday. No boathouse this weekend for me. All right, good to know. I was going to go eat there. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah, you know. Dwayne, Diz News back tomorrow night or no? No, no. Okay. We're taking a little hiatus right now. Uh, Ethan is uh, still down in Florida, and we're just taking a little break, and then uh, there'll be more to come on that. But, uh, on, but on This Is Life, Dwayne. Yes. We have Jeff this we week. Have, we have, oh. yeah, a- absolutely this week. Thank you for letting me plug this. Uh, this week, or for this uh, this Diz Life podcast, uh, Mark and I had my brother-in-law, Jeff Marshall. He's been in the comments a couple times. Uh, he's watched our Marvel shows, and he's been involved in a bunch of the shows. He uh, He's going to be on with us. He's doing a review of the Riviera Resort, and we will also be releasing a Travel Tuesday uh, YouTube video to go along with that podcast, which Jeff also uh, produced for us. Riviera is gorgeous. That's exciting. It's so so that's, nice. that's what we got going on in Diz Lifeland. Anything else in Diz Lifeland going on? Babu's freaking podcast will tape on uh, Sunday. You and I will tape on Sunday where we are going to be doing the creatures of the Star Wars universe as well as talk about the first three amazing episodes of The Bad Batch. You assume the third one's amazing. We haven't seen it yet. Yeah. Well, it's going gonna, it's gonna to be. Um, what if it's like a holiday special? it's not going to be it's not going to be a holiday special it's going to be i can't believe you're not excited about the holiday special that blows my mind (laughs) 
Nope, not not feeling it. Not yeah, I guess we're not going to do it. We're not we're not going to do it this Diz Life holiday special. Then I guess we can cross that off the list. <laughs> only only if Boba Fett agrees to come and and do the show, then we then we can have a life day celebration for for this. I feel like I could be like, hey, I got Mark Hamill to do our holiday show. No, we're not doing it. No holiday <laughs> oh, yeah. show. <laughs> hey, if we can bring a Sokatano. And do a and do a holiday special. I'm in. Oh, let's I'll get let's that. get okay. Ashley. Let's get Ashley on, and then like yes, then those are my conditions. Other, other than that, I'm not. <laughs> I'm not doing it. If we could get Ahsoka on, yes, I'll do it. I'll well, do we it. missed right. we missed Ethan and Mark tonight, uh, but thank you, Rob and Dwayne, for filling in. United we fan was supposed to record this week, but it was Mother's Day, and I couldn't do that to my wife, so we're another week behind. We finally got our distribution stuff figured out. So the latest episode featuring the Wolf of Main Street, Ethan, talking about The Office. That episode was a whole lot of fun to put together. Uh, so check that out wherever you find your podcast. United we fan plus coming later this month as well, gentlemen for the children. For, For the, the children. children.